This is The Catch-Up with Nick and Hado. Hello, welcome to The Catch-Up, Catch-Upper. It's a big show today. What are you... <laughs> you okay? I'm social distancing. That doesn't mean don't talk to me. You're, you're probably a metre and a half from me across the desk. It's a pretty wide desk. I think you're, you're fine. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm being distant. Oh, right, mentally. Mentally yeah. distancing yourself from me. Yeah. Hey, uh, well, speaking of social distancing, of course, we're talking about coronavirus today. Yeah. But yeah, we did. We talked about it in a good way. I think we did. A, I did a couple of good news coronavirus stories because we we are actually getting a handle on it. it. Does seem like pretty bleak. A lot of the news channels just shoving all the bad news down your throat. Mm. But we got stuff going on. We're going to handle it. We're all in it together. It's going to be okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, cops are uh, getting involved in supermarkets. So yeah, that's good. I guess. Yeah. Okay. What's going on? It's been distant. Socially distant. I don't know if you. Uh, okay. This is what socially. This is what, this is what being distant is. It's me not being really involved. It's been sort of like acting, feeling like I'm somewhere else. Okay. We also talked about. We're well, speaking about being somewhere else. Sure. Should the kids be somewhere else? Oh, yeah. Should they be in school? Let us know. Well, we asked you to let us know. <laughs> you can't call us now. It's a podcast. You can call us on thirteen, twelve, sixteen. No one will pick up. It depends what time you're listening to it. If you're listening to this between six and nine a.m. weekdays, come might come through to us. Yeah. If you're listening past. Uh, I want to say, you know, if you're listening in 2021, don't call us to answer that question. But if, you're, it's, if it's 2020 still, of course. Yeah. Why? Do you think we won't be here anymore? No, I just feel like we'll have moved on by then. So, yes. <laughs> I mean, no, I not physically moved on. What like, we'll have moved to topics. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. Like, we'll still be in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. All right. <laughs> we'll still pick up. We just don't want to talk about that. No, we heard some opinions, though, from people about closing schools, what they reckon. Uh, Scott actually had a pretty good idea. Scott from Rocky. Yes, he is a smart man. Yeah. They should send him over to work for the police force in South Florida. Why is that? They are a, bit of, a bunch of dummies over there. An animal that we <laughs> should have really have been in charge of for quite some time. Has really just been very elusive and been evading police capture for Good. months. I'm into it. I like it. Cow on the run. run. Cow on the run. Rogue cow. Cow on the run. Nice. Is that Fleetwood Mac? I don't know. Hmm. Also, haters high speed ha-has. We get into that. Part of our light-hearted half hour. We, um, uh, you know, I, I got, a, got a joke from Harry. Made up a joke on the spot. Harry. Honestly, Harry, if you ever hear this, we loved you. Call back. He's a good guy. He's, he's, he's excited to be there. Yeah, we enjoyed you being on the show. Positive energy. I liked Harry. He's yeah. good. Anyway, start the episode. Also, no, then we, aren't you doing the... Uh, oh, that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> here it is. Press play. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. Supermarkets across the country and seemingly across the world have been put through the ringer over the last mm. couple of weeks, last month or so. Yeah, whether on panic buying, stockpiling, yeah, which... against the Prime Minister's wishes. Which at this point, everyone seems to believe, for the most part, the general population say unnecessary. Yes. But you know what? If you're uh, out there stockpiling and you think it's necessary, um, you're an idiot. Don't listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> you're banned. <laughs> <laughs> Until you return everything. Yeah. Just buy what you need and no more. And you see some of these videos, Hater. I've seen some videos and read online, saw it on the news the other night as well. The people are in supermarkets... They're like getting into fights over the last bits yeah, of this. Yeah. People are fighting over like toilet paper, mm. like cleaning supplies, disinfectant. People are actively like punching People on in the going aisles. Nuts. Yeah, I've seen a lot of those videos. And I went to the shops yesterday actually here sure. in CQ. And then I, I saw I... you got a black eye. <laughs> no, I was expecting it to be a bit hectic. And it's like, oh, it's actually really nice. It's not really that busy. 
Well, there was there wasn't any toilet paper or any hand sanitizer, but yeah. mostly there was a couple of bags of rice left, some pasta left. I'm like, oh, this is all right. Well, it's good news for CQ yeah, that we're CQ's you know, doing all right, behaving well. We're good. Some place that isn't behaving well is New South Wales, and because mm. of some of the behaviour in New South Wales supermarkets, is this in Sydney or is this like a regional? This is seeming, apparently in multiple cities, and uh, oh, it's across the whole town. state. Well, I don't know how widely this this new uh, I guess policy is going to be implemented. But New South Wales police will now patrol toilet paper aisles and other grocery aisles of Australian supermarkets to calm panic buying of groceries. Wow. So during peak hours, they're going to set a couple of offices down the aisles just to make sure that everyone's on their best behaviour. Is that... I was going to say, is it necessary? But yeah, it probably is, actually. Apparently it is. (laughs) Yeah. Because what we've got people doing, aside from awful behaviour, people are actually fighting each other, Mm. like trying to beat the crap out of each other, um, you've got that, which obviously cops should be stopping no matter what. Yeah. But you've also got the people that are stockpiling everything. So people mm-hmm. who are like, you know, saying, I'll buy all this toilet paper. And supermarkets, yeah, they're implementing their own rules. The limits, yeah. Yeah, Woolworths recently bought in this rule where you like a two um two item maximum on any item. On anything. Yeah, right. Two of the one thing, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, Aldi's got some stuff that like you can only buy two packets of pasta, two packets yeah. of rice, that sort of thing. Which is great. Some people aren't listening to that, so that's what the cops are in there for to help yeah. enforce these rules because yeah. At a certain point, it's actually becoming like a public health and safety issue. That is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, New a- South Wales Police Deputy Commissioner Jeff Loy has said that people should be able to go about their daily business and bad behaviour was not acceptable. Uh, this comes after the back of obviously a bunch of Aussies have seen these things online mm. and people, it's becoming more and more common. Fun, in a way, <laughs> that you can go about your shopping normally now. Yeah. That's what fun is during this epidemic, this pandemic. <laughs> Have a bit of fun. Just to do Buy one packet of toilet paper. Um, scary to know that, you know, if I try, if I reach for the rigatoni. Mm. Someone's going to pull a gun on and you. Officer Smith over here is also <laughs> doing it. He can tase me. I got Facebook. Facebook. Keep up with Nick and Hado on Facebook. Search Hit Central Queensland. <laughs> we want to know, 13, 12, 16. What do you reckon about... Closing the schools because yes. of coronavirus. Obviously, it's one of the ways of preventing the spread of this virus. It has gripped the world. Mm. And we've seen plenty of countries do the same thing. Lots of countries who have gone into lockdown. Yeah. And that obviously in- includes your school systems. Plenty of schools uh, saying, you know what? We understand that kids, whilst they might not be the most uh, vulnerable to mm. this virus, they are definitely... Uh, spreaders. Yeah. They're definitely they're asymptomatic. They might not necessarily necessarily appear sick, but they have the virus and they spread it, and that can quite easily you know mm. spread to areas of the community that that are vulnerable. Of course. And right now, school has not been cancelled in yeah. Australia. Scott it's, Morris said it's unnecessary. Well, he also identified. He said this in his address yesterday. He's like he, he acknowledges that they are asymptomatic. He acknowledges mm. they are going to be one of the big spreaders because just because of the sheer number. Yeah, he said that in the same speech, and then said, "But we're not shutting down the schools." Just cause doesn't make any sense to me. I got to say, and I know a lot of people, and there's a lot of different opinions on this. In 13, 12, 16, let us know yours. But I, for one, I think you're in the same boat here, Hannah. Mm. I think we both believe that schools should be closed until we have got a lid on this thing. Yeah. Now, look, me and you are not medical experts. We're certainly not virus experts or anything. Shocking. But from the information we've been given from the prime minister and from the government, it doesn't make sense to me that we're not. They sort of, they admit, I mean, we just said it before, they admit that kids are the big spreaders, but they're keeping the schools open. That doesn't add up to me. And I think from the fact that, yes, we can prevent the spread, it sort of, it really, it's it concerns me and it scares me, mm. and genuinely, the idea of keeping these open because... One of the, like we said, kids, largely unaffected, they yeah. carry it, but they spread it to areas like the elderly and the vulnerable mm. who are, you know, more susceptible. My grandparents, yeah, my grandparents are in their mid-90s, 
right? Mm. And they are they're battlers. My God, they should have they should have kicked it a long time ago. But they keep fighting, and they you know they've been better, mm. like anyone in their mid nineties. They've got their struggles, and their primary caregivers uh, are my are two of my aunts. Yeah, and my two aunts are teachers. They work at schools. Yeah, and so whilst my 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 uh, aunts they might be remain largely fine. Yeah, but if they're hanging out at schools, if they're walking around, if they're talking to kids, they're interacting in classrooms. Yeah, and if they get it, there's a pretty good likelihood that if a kid at that school has it, there's, there's every yeah. chance that it comes back to my grandparents and they're at a community that is very vulnerable. And mm. I, that's a risk that I am scared that this country is taking right now because there are lots of people in the same boat. I mean, and they say that the virus, if you're in a room with someone who has it, confirmed has it, two hours, if you spend more than two hours in the same room with them, you should get tested, right? That's what they say. Sure. But if you have 30 kids in a room for five hours a day for five days a week... How does that, if one kid has it on a Monday yeah. morning, by Friday afternoon, how does that not spread everywhere? No, if they're I, saying it's as contagious as they say it is. And kids are grots. They're coughing with their mouth <laughs> open. They're wiping their boogers on their sleeves. They're not washing their hands for 20 seconds. I, I don't think a, a single child in CQ has washed yeah. their hand for 20 seconds. And we'll acknowledge this. There is no good answer in this situation. No, no, no is, one yeah. wins, but there is a... There is an answer that is going to save lives, and I think that might be closing down. But look, we mm. want to hear from you, 13, 12, 16. Let's get to the phone lines, Hato. Yeah. Miranda, you're a parent. What do you think on this? Should we be closing them or keeping them open? Well, my opinion is if they're going to leave it the way it is, no, they don't need to close the schools because, mm-hmm. as, as you said, the k- kids aren't actually at risk. Yeah. It's passing it on. So I think if they want to contain it, they really need to do a shutdown of whole of Australia mm. um, and just quarantine everybody for two, two weeks like they're doing everybody else. Yeah. That no. would be the only way to slow down and eventually kill off the virus. Um, a half-heartedly attempt of doing this and doing that, not, but not everybody's following it and it's yeah. still going to spread. Mm. So while it is at the, at the way it is, our kids really aren't at risk. They're, they're vibrant and healthy and it's unlikely they're going to get it or, you know, yes, they could pass it on, but it's, the chances are minimal. Our biggest concern are definitely our sick and our elder. Yeah. Um, and, in, you know, so that we don't have a massive people of being sick and dying you know, in relation to the virus, mm. I think I, I personally think that they need yeah. to put Australia in quarantine. Yeah, go like the, doing with go the, the lockdown, like we've seen the rest of the world seem. Yeah, um, that's a hard one as well because obviously, whole hog, I, I definitely appreciate the motive. They're going like, you know what? Let's not half-ass this if we're mm. gonna if we're gonna really kill this thing off. Because what we're seeing now is like there's bans on gatherings of a hundred people, so people aren't going out anymore. Mm. People aren't going to bars. Not so much in CQ because it hasn't. More talking about the capital cities, but it'll probably get here. It will get here. Um, but you know, if you're saying, hey, look, all the all these business and stuff stay open because we're not making it closed. If we, yeah. if we shut everything down for two weeks and we give a little bailout to small businesses and we've bailed out, we've, <laughs> there's been a lot of bailouts for these giant businesses. Why sure. can't we bail out the little businesses that are going to be struggling? And instead of losing, you know, you're going to lose two weeks of income, but it's better than, you know, six months of most of your income you lose. Six if, months if of most of your income. If you're telling people not to go out, but you're keeping these businesses open. And have, yeah. We prevent the spread to vulnerable communities. Mm. And so we can but there's also look. the argument that if we go out of lockdown, it'll just... Call, uh, spread again. You yeah. Know? All right. Let's see what we can get more opinions on this one. 13, 12, 16. Should we close the schools? If you are a parent that is worried, if you are, you know, a teacher that is worried, we mm. can keep you anonymous. Whatever it is, we would love to hear your thoughts. Love 13, to speak 12, to a 16. doctor as well. If you're a doctor listening, give us a ring. We've got Sharon who uh, tells me she's a parent. Sharon, where do you sit on this? Um, I reckon not to shut the schools. Okay. Why is that? Because the kids are contained in one area. So mm. all they do is they go home. They come back to school and they go home again. If you shut schools down, they're going to head out to malls, to parks, actually get into more of a contain, um, 
into a virus area where they could catch something, pass it on to elders yeah. and stuff like that. Interesting so point, actually. That, if they complain at school, it's not going to go anywhere. And I work at the school. I'm a tough convener, and we've got hand sanitizers and all yeah. that stuff. So everything's managed and and that. Interesting. I think the idea behind uh, can, like canning school would be to then put the kids into some level. Hey, let's let's hang around here because yeah. I, I I disagree with that in saying that they're going to go out because if one kid in a class of thirty has it. There's every likelihood that kid's going to pass it to the 30, then pass that to teacher, then they spread from there. Yeah. So I think it's, look, kids, are, unless they're going on self-isolation because school's cancelled, I think it's going to spread regardless. So I don't mm. know if that's necessarily going to help us too much there. But we appreciate your two cents yeah, there, thanks Sharon. for calling. We really appreciate it. Hey, let's get to uh, Scott. Scott, also a parent. Where do you sit, mate? Uh, I'm actually going to sit on the fence <laughs> and say, <laughs> okay. why don't we um, enable voluntary homeschooling? A lot of the kids have got... Electronic devices these days, so um, I believe the um, the pandemic is going to spread. Yeah. But uh, the objective is to flatten the curve and make it easy on the health system. Yeah, of course. So why not let those that can, without disruption to uh, the workforce, to the um, health providers, and so on, mm. uh, those ones that can work from ho- uh, school from home, let them. And yeah. those that have to go in for the care, let them. That reduces the burden and the chance of transmission on the schools, and um, it. Let some of us uh, work our kids from home. Yeah, that's, honestly, excellent idea, Scott. Actually, I'm into it. <laughs> actually, top I think we should be getting Scott up to um, you know those like the red rooms where they're having all these important discussions. Yeah, get him on I the know, uh, A lot of schools across Central Queensland right now, Scott. Um, you'd be probably happy to know they are having this discussion. I know they're already looking to set up online classrooms, and I've got friends who are teachers who are saying they're already seeing reduced numbers. Do you know if uh, any of your kids they're seeing reduced numbers in their classrooms? Uh, I noticed at the start of the week there was 10 kids absent. Um, yeah. My kids work in those uh, combined classes and sure. uh, have uh, a class of 50 with mm. two teachers. And uh, I think there was about 10 kids absent on Monday. Yeah, there wow. certainly are um, a lot staying home. But it's also that change of season. Uh, your kid may have a bit of hay fever. Uh, yeah. Is it sniffle, uh, a, a dry cough? Is it from hay fever or is it from something more sinister? Yeah, it's all hard to, hard to know, isn't it? Appreciate you calling in and letting us know, Scott. There is no clear answer in this. Oh, that was a pretty good answer, to be honest. <laughs> you know what? Actually, Scott Morrison, move over. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're pretty keen Get to our change Scott it. on there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Scott for Scott. Classic swap. Instagram. The Instagram's telling me everything. Nick and Hado are on Instagram. Follow at HitCQ. Hado's high-speed ha-has. Yes, we give Hado a random word. He's got 30 seconds to use that word to come up with a joke. Mm. At the end of the 30 seconds, we have to judge whether or not it's a good joke. Yeah, that's exciting. Only 30 seconds on the clock today. Nerve wracking. <laughs> today we are playing with Harry. Harry, don't give us your word yet, mate, but how hard do you reckon the word is on a scale of 1 to 10? Um, it's a pretty hard word, but I reckon, I reckon you got it, Hado. Oh, thank you very much. Well, good, that means a lot. Good support. See, I know the word. Harry told me off air. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I have confidence in him as well a little bit here, Harry. <laughs> and Harry, I like your enthusiasm too, because <laughs> most people who call, they go, nah, it's hard. You're not going to get it, Hado. You suck. Yeah, well, so I like it, Harry. I appreciate it. <laughs> Here's the thing. We all want to hear a funny joke. <laughs> yeah. Especially we we, all, times, we all win if we hear a funny joke here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Hado, you've got your 30 seconds ready? Yes, I do. All right, Harry. Oh, we're, we're not, I'm going to count down. I'm going to go one, two, three. You'll give us the word. Mm-hmm. Hado will have 30 seconds. Right after then, he'll tell us the joke. You be the judge. Are you good to go? Yep. Oh, I'm let's good go. to go too. Let's do all it. Right. One, two, three. What's the word, Harry? Cardboard. Cardboard? Okay. Yep. Here we go. All right. I got it. Okay. Let me uh, just think on it. Interesting. Like a cardboard. Does he get the angle of a cardboard box? Which, to be honest, what other kinds of cardboard are there? He, he's uh, so focused on this one, Harry. He's actually sitting away from the microphone. He doesn't want to talk. 
Do you have any ideas? What, do you, what kind, do you reckon you'll go for a knock-knock joke? What sort of joke do you think we'll see here, Harry? Oh, uh, maybe a knock-knock. Yeah. Not sure. It's a bit basic from him. I don't know. I feel like he's he's smiling. He's got a bit of confidence about him. Two, one. Okay, okay. three, two, one. What's your joke, Hato? What do you call a, a greeting card that um, is hanging, it's not really doing much at work? What do you call a greeting card that's not really doing much at work? A cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not bad. Not bad. No, what no, are you no, say? Harry. <laughs> you can't sit on the fence here. We we appreciate okay. you being part of the show, but you can you can say no. That's you fine. can be honest. You can be. I can take it, Harry. If I heard that in public, I would laugh at that joke. You would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, you know what? There's no prize for this game, but that that, that joke's yours now. Yeah, you I can use it sure. any fancy dinner parties you go to. Yeah. Uh, you know. Whatever you do. Next time you're meeting with the Prime Minister, I assume that that will be happening pretty regularly. (laughs) Awesome, (laughs) Harry. Thank you so much for the call. That's how we do Hannah's High Speed Ha Ha's. Another 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 win on the board. (laughs) (laughs) Get up with Nick and Hato on hit. Obviously, coronavirus is very scary, Nick. (laughs) It's not good. And part of what makes it scary is because people don't really know the full scope of the situation. Yeah. So many news sources coming. And I, I think one of the best ways of keeping on top of it is do go to multiple news sources. Mm-hmm. Don't just go to the one. That's a good way of living life across the board. And also, as well, um, I read something about this, is limit your news sources. Not limit your news sources, sorry. Limit your news time. Like, maybe yeah. schedule a time. Maybe say, oh, I'll check the COVID-19 news every, you know, 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. or something, right? Yeah. And the rest of the day, trying to live your life. Because if you we're living in a 24-hour news cycle. And it's if, you're on Twitter, if you're on Twitter all the time, it's all you're thinking about. Not very good for your mental health. Man, we get in on the mo- in the mornings, and <laughs> yeah, I rough, man. <laughs> have to have a chat to you everyone and be like, hey, Matt, are you doing okay? Because yeah. you do not look Matt? okay. Mate. <laughs> oh, okay. It's at least Matt. I'm going to be that makes you feel better. <laughs> no, uh, but there are some good news coronavirus stories coming out, right? Really? It's not all doom and gloom. We are working on a cure. We are working on it pretty quickly, honestly. Humans, uh, very good at moving quickly and getting it done. No doom and gloom. Heaps of you and boom. You and boom, sure. <laughs> Woo. Whatever, whatever Woo. that means Woo is what we got. Look, uh, you might have seen this news a couple of days ago. Or maybe it was yesterday. Sure. Um, a new In the US, they have started trials on a vaccine. That's great news. They got a, uh, 44 year old, a 43-year-old woman, a uh, mom of two. Her name is Jennifer. Um, she was the first ever person to get a vaccine for this. It's a te- really? obviously a test. It's a trial. So we're sort of whacking in there, seeing how it goes, mm-hmm. making sure nothing crazy happens. That is great news that it's reaching that sort of So phase. we have a vaccine. Whether it works, we don't know. We're testing, testing it right now. Yeah. But it's a very, very good sign. And that's if you don't have coronavirus, the vaccine. Uh, in China, uh, a lot of people saying uh, that a vaccine from China could be out in April, like ready in April. That's really good to hear because I, really, I think they were saying May could mm. be... Uh, April's next month, isn't it? Yeah, it's only a couple of weeks away. Yeah, that's not too bad as well. Wow. And that's that's a vaccine. That's if you don't already have it, you get it, you become immune to it, or your, your chances of getting it become significantly less. Yes. But what is that? That doesn't do anything if you already have COVID-19. That's true. But Australian scientists, the other day, you might have seen this as well, it was pretty big news, have announced what they are calling a cure for coronavirus. What so does that mean exactly? Is it actually what it says on the lid? Or? So... Essentially, it's, it's again, it's very early days with this, but they've it's worked in test tubes. Essentially, they've got a jar of COVID-19. They've squirted their little cure into it. It's killed the virus in a test tube. Obviously, that doesn't necessarily translate to curing it in humans, but it is an exceptionally good sign, Nick. And they're Australian doctors, too. 
Uh, Australian doctors and scientists that are working it out. Um, Of course, you know, they have to do a lot of human trials. We're still a little while away from getting it, but definitely a fantastic first step and pretty early on in the whole thing to get it. This is some great news because I think there was a lot of people who were just worried about the spread and the spread didn't seem to be having an insight. Mm. Mm. Um, So no, it's fantastic. There is, it it does seem to be, yeah, like what you're saying, all doom and gloom does seem to be like, oh no, it's going to get us all up. We're all going to get it. Uh, but not necessarily. You know, if this vaccine comes through, we might all be pretty sweet. And, and we do, you know, if you listen to this, you're in Australia. And Australia, I, in my opinion, one of the best medical systems in the entire world, I think. I think that's fair. Everyone gets it. Uh, you can't, you know, you can't be denied from it, really. I don't know. It's fantastic. Over in the States, it's a different story. But in Australia, yeah. we're very, very lucky. You know, uh, just keep an eye on your mental health during this time as well. Because <laughs> yeah. I know I'm feeling it. I'm getting stressed. I'm like, oh, God, it's all my girlfriend. She's feeling it as well. It's all like... Uh, it's like, oh, it's too much. But, you know, we've got a cure. It's, you know, well, I shouldn't say we have a cure. We have a potential cure yeah. on the way in Australia. Vaccines are coming from all over the world. In Canada, they managed to get a breakthrough. I can't, I'm not sure the exact details of that one, but we're getting there. We're doing it. We're getting it done. We're closer to getting a lid on things. Mm. Get up with Mick and Hado on CQ's Hit. Hado, an animal that most people across central Queensland, dare I say all of us, yeah. would have eaten at some point in our lives or quite regularly for the most of us. It's mm-hmm. an animal we are famous for. Yep. The cow. The humble cow, a slice of beef. Mm. Turns out might be one of the fastest animals in the world. And you know what? Cops in America reckon it's so quick they can't catch it. <laughs> so quick they can't catch any cows. Yeah. So right. This is uh, coming from South Florida over in America. Mm-hmm. And a cow that has been described as faster than it looks is currently... <laughs> A fugitive and wanted by the U.S. police after avoiding capture for over a month now. A month? Yeah. A month of cows on the run. Yes, sir. This cow is just absolutely going bonkers. Uh, For several months, this loose cow has been seen wandering in the area of Sheridan and the I-75, which is a county and uh, a highway out in South Florida. And it's, you know, wandering onto the road, creating a public nuisance. And then whenever Mm. the cops and authorities get called to come and catch it, this includes... Professional cow wranglers. Yeah, I was going to say. And cow herders. Mm. It's been on the run since January. Every time they since rock January? up. January? Yeah. Wow. Quite a while. Yeah. Uh, every time they rock up to try and catch the bad boy, uh, they they get outsmarted, outwitted. The cow bolts. Outplayed. Jumps a fence and then just runs off into the horizon. Yeah, well. And they get seen the next day just doing the exact same thing. It's not really a surprise move though, is it? Like they're really outwitting them. He's just running away. <laughs> Like, surely you'd be able to anticipate, anticipate the cow running. Yeah, but after a while, because this has happened quite a few times, judging by police reports, mm. you would think that it's like, okay, we know the cow's going to do a runner. Maybe we tranquilize it. Maybe we just, like, we surround yeah. him. Yeah. It's like, it's oh, let's cow. just uh, try coming up behind him and then hope he doesn't run away. Uh, so I've got actually, there's a wanted poster they've released as well oh, for the great. cow. Fantastic. Uh, description, female cow, brown with a white head. Faster than it looks, talented <laughs> fence jumper. Yeah. Enjoys pools, because it's been seen hanging out in people's oh, pools. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Frequents the area near Sheridan Street and the I-75. It is not considered dangerous. That's nice. But it has been known to walk into the roadway. Drive carefully. Why? What did it do? Why is it on the run? I mean, I don't, Why do they want it? Suspicious, isn't it? I think just let it go. Just well, let it be a, a regular cow that roams around the, what is it, Sherry Street or something? Sheridan. Sheridan yeah. Street. Let no, it run around. I think the issue is that it's wandering onto a highway, mate. No, oh, that's fine. Just <laughs> drive around. It's not hard. It was it, it was here first. That's just yeah. nature taking its course. Mm-hmm. Did you know that um, cows are responsible for the majority of deaths across the world? That's not true. Choking on burgers? That's still not true. Hitting them on the road? That's still not true. 
I don't know. We don't know what other things this has done. <laughs> it's a fugitive. You've seen the movie The Fugitive? I haven't actually. Yeah, this cow probably has killed someone, <laughs> as far as I know. That was the Nick and Hato catch up. Listen live weekdays from 6 a.m. on Hits.